Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're going to talk about giving your spouse the best version of you. And the reason why I think we should talk about this is because I think often when we get past the dating and the courtship time, does anybody even court anymore? That's all right. I'm going to rabbit trail on that. After we get past the dating time, after we get past the honeymoon phase, often we can take our spouses and ourselves for granted. We can tend to give our spouse leftovers as opposed to giving them kind of the first cut, if that makes any sense. I talk about this when I bring up tithing in church or serving in church, and because often when we come, think about giving to God, we think about serving the Lord. We give him the leftovers of our day, the leftovers of our paycheck, the leftovers of our lives, and we toss it out to him and we feel good about ourselves instead of saying, hey, I just got paid. I just started the week. I'm going to start my week by giving God my first 10%, and I'm going to give to God by serving and giving him my best. And thus, you're saying God is a priority. I think that should be really translated into marriage as well. Instead of giving our spouse the leftover of our day or the leftover of our week or waiting till vacation for vacation together to kind of rescue our marriage, I think we need to learn how to give the best version of ourselves to our spouse. And so I want to talk to you about five ways that you can give your spouse the best version of you. Number one, share good news with them first. Share good news with your spouse first. Don't go to social media. Don't go to a best friend. Don't go to your coworkers. Before you share good news with anybody else, stop and just call your spouse. Text your spouse. I um, mean, it's really important. Keep your lips shut. Go home on, on uh, maybe a lunch hour or wait till the rest of the day and tell your spouse in person. I'm telling you, the last place I want to hear about good news from my spouse is from a coworker who read it on social media. And I'm just looking flabbergasted that, well, this is a big deal. Why wouldn't Ann call me? Now, Ann has never done that before. We've got this kind of habit and this policy that has never been kind of written or said. But when good news happens, we immediately contact the other person because that says something about priority. When you have called your spouse to tell them your good news and they say, hey, have you told anybody else yet? Or I'm sure you told your best friend and you say, no, I called you first. There's something very beautiful about that. And it tells your spouse that you gave them your best. Number two, clear away distractions. Now, when we talk about clearing away distractions, we're more than talking about pausing the game or turning off the TV or putting away your cell phone. Sometimes when my wife and I are together for dinner, we'll take our cell phones, stack them up on top of one another so we can't see the screens. That's kind of nice, but I'm talking about clearing away all distractions so that you can fully give your spouse the attention that they deserve. Now, I'm talking about making sure that your tasks for the day are completed so you can give your spouse your full attention. It's making sure that when you've got work done, let work be done. If you're going to go on a date, you don't take calls. If you're going to have a day off, then you're not going to schedule a few side meetings that are going to take place. Give your spouse your full attention and give the best version of yourself by clearing away distractions. Number three, create moments of tenderness create moments of tenderness. When we were dating, you know, you, we created plenty of time for romance and tenderness where you we, you tried to create moments that just kind of brought your hearts together. But again, when we get married, we can, it doesn't, it's not automatic. 
it's not like it just goes away, but we can allow this area to wane. Let me give you a great example of something we did this past weekend that is out of the norm for Dave and Ann Berenger. It was earlier this this past week where Ann said, what if we went away for a couple days? And I, and I looked at her because she's a planner. I'm like, but that's kind of sporadic. She says, there's nothing on your day off planned. We're not meeting with people, no double dates, no nothing. And then on Saturday, she says, I looked at your schedule and you literally have an open Saturday, which doesn't happen. She says, what if we did the color tour through Michigan? We drove up to the Upper Peninsula, looked at the colors, kind of took in some sights, and then on Saturday, just drove along the East Coast and just stopped at every little town just to see the foliage, experience the towns, just have Lake Michigan right there. And I tell you what, we walked away having the most amazing couple days and it was so sporadic. It was so beautiful. Honestly, it was a very tender moment. And we, we kind of talked in the car on the way home. And we just said, why in 24 years have we not tried doing sporadic moments, especially when the kids graduated um, and they're adults now? Why haven't we done this more? I think we've created more excuses to not do things rather than to invest the gas money, to invest a night in a hotel, uh, to just look at it and say, we're not spending, we're investing in our marriage. And we walked away with such a beautiful weekend of memories, tender moments that need to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, look for ways to create tender moments. Maybe it's blocking off a night, renting a movie, getting popcorn and watching the movie with one blanket on the couch where you're both snuggled in together, create tender moments. Ask your spouse out on a date. Um, give your spouse something that they enjoy, uh, some snack or something that is just something that you know about, nobody else knows about. Um, plan a spa getaway for you and your spouse. Whatever it is, create some moments of tenderness and give your spouse the best version of you. Number four, listen to your spouse's heart. Listen to your spouse's heart. Everybody understands about listening to your spouse's mouth or their words. I think it's easy to do that. It's a challenge, but I think there's, there's some ease to it because you simply have to pay attention and take it in. But there's a difference between listening to their words and listening to their heart. Sometimes our spouses have been really seeking our attention and they've been seeking our affection and we have in the surface, met their needs in, in, in terms of, I've listened to them, I've responded, I gave them the answer they needed. But there's, again, a difference between I've heard what they've said and I've actually heard what they are feeling. I've heard what they're truly speaking. One of the ways that I've done this in my marriage is I try to listen to the things that are on my spouse's heart. I try to listen for the topics that Anne talks about that she's interested in. Sometimes it's spiritual. Sometimes it's um, not so spiritual. It's practical. And I try to listen to the things that are on her heart, the things that she's wanting to do, areas that she's interested in. And what I try to do is I love trying to find blogs or songs, albums, sometimes even a book that will go along with that specific topic. Sometimes it's an Instagram post that kind of matches along that topic that I will that I will send to her in her DMs. There's just something about getting from your spouse something that you didn't realize they caught that was more than just what came out of their mouth. It was speaking from your heart. And when you do that, your spouse will truly say, that my husband, my wife, is giving me the best version of themselves. And lastly, find your off switch. Find your off switch. If you're someone like me who prefers to stay busy and you go from one thing, one task, one issue to another, I, listen, I get it. It is difficult to slow down. 
I'm a hard worker. I constantly pursue my calling, my dreams, the vision that God has given me as a pastor and as a husband and as a father. But oftentimes, it's hard for me to find my off switch. And for a healthy marriage and to give the best version of yourself to your spouse, you have to be able to find it. It doesn't mean you don't give up on your career or that you give up on your career. It doesn't mean that you stop pursuing dreams, but it does mean that you do have dedicated downtimes. Honestly, moments of boredom where you're not so driven that when your spouse gets time with you, that it's not look like, thank you for pausing your life to give time with me. It doesn't look like that. It looks like something that, that it comes from a person who knows how to hit the off switch whose mind will be fully stayed, whose mind will be fully fixated on the moment, and they will always have the best version of you because when you've stepped away from your work and your tasks, they know you're not hitting pause, you're actually hitting off. I'm fully attentive and focused on you. So those are my five things. Here they are again. Share good news with your spouse first, get rid of distractions, create moments of tenderness, listen to their heart, Find your off switch, and by doing this, you can begin to give the best version of you to your spouse. That's all I've got. Thanks for joining me on Marriage Monday. We'll see you next week. God bless.